Welcome to the Fulfilled Musicpreneur Podcast. This podcast is for you if you are a Christian artist and you want to grow your listeners, make greater impact, and grow your business. Meet your host, A.B. Ogini, a lifelong singer, pediatrician, recording artist, music business coach, and founder of the Fulfilled Musicpreneur Academy. And welcome to another episode of the Fulfilled Music Preno Podcast. Today I have here with me Sherry Wright. Yay! <laughs> so um, Sherry has been part of um, KMA, which is Kingdom Music Academy, um, a um, Facebook group that essentially started it all for me with my music journey. Um, Sherry has been a huge part of that and is actually a coach, one of the coaches. Um, in the academy now so i'm really excited to have her here with me to share with us um her journey thank you so much for being here sherry welcome yes thank (laughs) you for having me do you want to start by just introducing yourself and telling us a little bit more about yourself sure well my name is sheree wright and i live in uh, greenville south carolina in the u.s and i've been um, I've loved music my whole life and um, have the honor and privilege of getting to write music and um, and record songs and put them out there to share with people and inspire and connect and then get to help other people do the same thing um, and just share some of my wisdom from my journey and get to help them. So. Um, yeah, that's basically yeah. what I do. I'm a mom. <laughs> yes, you are a mom. Do you want to tell I'm us a about mom in, in everything I do? Like that's kind <laughs> of what I tell people is I'm a. Um, God told me that I'm a mama, and so not just my three kids that are downstairs while I'm talking to you, but um, like in everything I do, I just have a nurturing heart. So I love to support and cheer people on and share wisdom and however I can help. I just want to be available to help. Yeah, I definitely get that. I definitely get that when I see you. I mean, I watch your videos, I watch your reels. I definitely get a sense of that. So how did you get started um, as an artist? As an artist, I was um, I was leading worship at a church. And um, well, when we moved to South Carolina. So before we moved here, I, we were in North Carolina and at the church I went to in Asheville is where I started um, writing songs and singing my songs at church, leading worship with my original songs. And then when we moved to South Carolina for my husband's business, the church we started going to also embraced that songwriting culture and, um, and just took it a step further. And they said, you have to record these. So we actually had a drummer visiting from another church. He was filling in because all of our drummers were unavailable. And so he was a friend of the family and came and um, played drums on a Sunday that I was leading a song that I had written, um, Our Hallelujah. And he played through the song at the rehearsal and he said, oh my gosh, you wrote this? Have you recorded it? And I said, oh no, we just, we just sing it at church. And he said, 
you need to record this. I want to record this. I have a recording studio in my backyard. I will do this for free because the song is so amazing and it needs to be out there. And I'm like, what? And this is all like during sound check and we're just getting ready for church. And I'm like, did he just offer to record my song for free? I don't even know how this works. So um, my friends on the worship team came, like all went over to Ricky's house, Ricky Pedrati. And, um, and we all went over there and they tracked their parts. And, um, and then I got to sing my vocal on top. And, um, and then a year later, I talked to him about recording more songs. So then I paid him that time to record five more songs and release my first six song EP. And it was all because the people at my church just said, we love the songs that you're doing. We need to have them recorded so we can listen to them whenever we want. So, um, and at the time I was also in an online coaching program similar to KMA, but for artists, visual artists, mm-hmm. and they were all just championing me and celebrating and coaching me along, um, or cheering me on while I was recording this project and getting it out there. And so I released my first album and it was like my whole community was just super supportive, wow. but it was, um, like low budget, low quality. I didn't have the money to hire studio musicians. It was all my friends who are great. They are phenomenal. When you listen to it, it's great. But it's like, I didn't have a a big budget to mix and master and, um, and have like all the, the fancy top shelf people to work with. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think me and my friends put that, put out a pretty great thing. So it was fun. What was the name of that EP? It's called Abiding. Mm -hmm. Um, And it has like beautiful artwork. I have a friend who's a graphic designer and he helped with the artwork and it's just breathtaking. Like the whole project was just really beautiful. Mm -hmm. And the way my community came together. And the second album just was like leveled it up even more. So, yeah. Do you want to tell us more? So first of all, what was the name of your second album? So the second album was called Whatever Is. Um, we we recorded that first project and then I joined KMA. And in okay. KMA, that's where um, Brad told us all about leveling up and how to do it even better and how to work with a producer and how to like find a great producer, how to um, do a crowdfunding project to raise money for your album. So I did all those things, raised the money, worked with, got connected with a really excellent producer who was just a friend of a friend in town. And now we're friends and I adore my friend Shane. And um, I had a vision at the beginning of 2020. I was writing out my goals and asking the Lord what's on his heart for my music. What do you want me to do? And I felt him leading me to do a live recording which is something I'd never done. I didn't know how hard it would be. (laughs) And so I just set my mind to it, had like started writing the songs, pulling my songwriting community together, getting songs ready and um, started heading toward a live recording. And then in March, the world shut down Mm -hmm. and I had abandoned the thought of a live recording And God said, don't give up on me. I didn't give up on you. And so we kept 
plugging ahead toward a live recording as if the world wasn't shut down. Wait, wait, (laughs) wait, did you, when did you join Cami? In 2020. So I was plan. I had already started planning this live recording before I ever joined. Yeah. So I was meeting with the producer making all these plans, trying to figure out how am I going to pay for this? Like I had the budget written out. I had all of the, all of these plans and Mm. I didn't know how to do it. So Mm. I connected with Brad and we knew each other before the first challenge. So I joined the program, got his crowdfunding thing, figured out all the, the things and started moving forward with this live recording. And, um, one of my crowdfunding tiers was to be on the live recording. So there are people who helped fund the project and came from all over the country to be at this live recording. And then, um, and then people who, there were other people there who were, um, like spouses or girlfriends of the band filled the room to support their, their men who were playing and, um, co-writers and other worship leaders in the community that I've worked with, um, and artists who were, um, part of my community, the, that I was working with came and painted and did artwork to hang on the walls of the studio because we couldn't do it live at a church. We did it live in a studio and everything had to still be a little socially distanced. So we just created some artwork to hang on the walls and had beautiful artwork in the corners. And um, it was all like friend of a friend came to do the video and he put up some pretty lighting and it just kind of came together really magically. Um, And it was all just connections and networking and God introducing me to someone and someone like a friend of a friend of a friend just kept meeting people and now in even the people I didn't know who were in the room most of them are friends now that are just beautiful supportive family and there were a lot of people who couldn't come or didn't feel comfortable coming because of COVID and um because it was August of 2020 a lot of places were still shut down but we pulled it out it was awesome that's amazing Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> yes, really six, songs. six songs in one day we recorded it was a lot <laughs> it all sounds magical like that was god if that wasn't god i don't know like what was because people showing up for you who barely knew you you had great numbers in the room people doing artwork and i love the idea of you can actually come join the live recording if you give because that's amazing that's mm-hmm. a great way to build community because then they actually came and you had the numbers um so yeah that is definitely one that i will be using for myself and teaching my <laughs> my clients to use because sometimes it's um interesting when you try to think of things people might want um that you want to offer in your crowdfunding campaigns, but actually I don't have thought of this myself. So it's a great one. Yeah. I, I just tried to think of things that, um, that my community would like. So there were a lot of my, um, close friends or visual artists. So I worked with an artist in my community 
to do a painting inspired by the album. So she, before it was recorded, she listened to all the, the rough work tapes and went in her studio and did abstract art inspired like while she was listening and worshiping and painting and had um like professional pictures taken so that we could order prints so if someone gave it a certain tier they got a print of the painting inspired by the songs and that was one of my top um donation tiers was the the artwork because my people love artwork wow do you pay for that no I didn't. <laughs> I paid for the prints, but she did the um, she did the painting as a gift to me, as a way to support the campaign. So yes, yeah, so that's another really good one. Um, give what your audience mm -hmm. want, and sometimes you need to ask them, right? Because oh, absolutely. Um, <laughs> I, I told everybody, like I asked, I said, would you would you rather have a T-shirt or a hat? Would you rather have a cup or like a, a coffee cup or a mug or like a painting or would okay. you rather? How did you go about doing that? Um, mailing list or just conversations. I have, um, I'm with people on Zoom all the time and, or Marco Polo or whatever. So <laughs> what, uh, is Marco Polo? <laughs> what is Marco Polo? Um, Marco Polo is a video chat app. So it's like a, like WhatsApp, but you send videos back and forth. So, um, I have friends in like, I guess all over the country. So the, the woman who did the artwork for me, um, she and I are in a group chat that's artists and we, um, share ideas about our businesses, art businesses. I'm the only songwriter in the group. They're like, there's a paint there are painters fabric artists sculptors um it's like all kinds of creative expressions and we're doing our art businesses together and we're just in this kind of mastermind group chat and um and we pray for each other share ideas um and in that type of community setting i would just post like hey i'm thinking about doing i'm doing a crowdfunding campaign what kind of rewards would you guys like to see and where I would just ask the people that I know would want to give and I went and researched other campaigns to see of a similar genre like other worship albums to see what people were donating at for other things wow okay that's that's I think I'm definitely getting ideas for my next crowdfunding campaign <laughs> I have a list for my um considering a campaign another campaign from it's hard oh it's such hard work i'm mm. actually like wrestling with the lord over it saying if there's another way besides this can we do that is there another way um but i do have ideas for if i do another crowdfunding campaign to do um like custom songs is something that i suggested to one of my clients and that went really well she really enjoyed writing custom songs for people um so i'm have that as an idea um and cookies because we are bakers here in the house so okay. Okay. my oh one of the we did like a flash sale in the middle of my crowdfunding campaign my daughter did um 
makes bracelets. And so for like a three-day thing in the middle of the campaign, if anyone who bought at a certain tier or supported at a certain tier got a bracelet that my daughter made for them. So um, we might do like stuff like that. People love my kids. So anything to get my kids involved, like we might do a custom song that our family records together or (laughs) I know they're so cute and they're so supportive so I think people people love my family (laughs) whenever I have them like model the clothes like the merch or whatever people like that oh you're giving me so many ideas where's my pen Okay. This is what I do as a coach. Most of my coaching calls are just like me spitting out ideas. Like you could do this and this and this and this. Tell me about the song. What's the story of the song? Well, how do we want to tell that story? So it's not just a matter of like, hey, go listen to my music. Because um, with when you have like 750,000 songs going out on Spotify every year, how do you stand out? Well, you connection and story. So how do you tell the story of the song? And all the ideas come from the story and my kids are part of my story so if i'm telling my story then they should be part of it mm, absolutely yeah and everything that you can you can use that is memorable that um people can connect with is mm-hmm. definitely um, a good idea and, and i think we 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 don't recognize some of these things is just take the time and, and think what else can you do what else look around you what else can you use who can yeah. you use? what can you do just asking all of these questions can really get um your creative juice flowing <laughs> so it's just I've, taking that extra step isn't it i have a good friend who always says what's in your hand mm-hmm. god will use whatever whatever's in your hand um i posted this week and said like what are you carrying so um, like, what are your skills? What are your talents? What are your resources? What are your assets? So if I have, this is in my hand, I have a fidget spinner. So if I have a fidget spinner in my hand, what can I do with this? I put like, people love, people love this thing. Like they love watching it while I'm talking. So if I'm just spinning this while I'm talking to people, it actually draws more attention, even though this has nothing to do with what I'm saying. Um, but um like what's in my hand i have songs i have the ability to write songs that's a skill set i have i can write a custom song for somebody because i can i'm the type of person like tell me a story and i'll write i'll I'll write you a song Mm. um not everyone can do that for someone else it might be um tell me a story and i'll dedicate a song to you so I might not write the story, write the song about your story, but it might be inspired by something mm. for you. Um, so, yeah, use what you got. God put everything in you for life and godliness. Yeah, that's great. Everything. Okay, so let us. Do you have any other tips and um, any? wisdom around how people can can build team around them what sort of team do you think people should think to get to support them in their artistic journey um who's essential who can you just 
do without. Do, do you want to talk a little bit about that? Wow. I feel like I feel so blessed in my life that um, that I have so many friends that I've just like never burn a bridge. That's probably the most solid advice I can give is um, people are not just for networking and to get things from them. People are people. And, um, and when you pour yourself out for them, they're more likely to rally around you. So I have lived my life just giving and giving and serving and building relationships and caring about people. And the people who rally around me are the ones that I've rallied around. So, um, when I have someone on my team, I'm, I consider myself on their team too. Mm. So, um, like when I first, my first conversation with Kevin Weinbarger, who has done so much marketing and promotion for me, he's been a valuable part of my team. Um, our first conversation about us partnering together to support my music was about like him being on my team and being a support. But I also in turn have sent so many people to him and recommended him. So it's like mutually beneficial. Absolutely. And, um, and I've found when I am like so nice and a champion and a support for people, they're going to want to go above and beyond and support mm -hmm. me. So it's not just about being an excellent songwriter or singer or worship leader or whatever. It's not about like looking cute or having a great following. Um, it's about just being a genuine friend to people. Um, so the, the valuable people that I've enjoyed having on my team are, um, I get creative people who yeah. give me feedback on the aesthetic and the look and the design. So my friends who have helped with the, um, the album artwork and the lyric videos and that kind of stuff have been super valuable because those are things I could do on my own, but I'm not as good at it. And it looks way better when someone else does it. So I just let them. Same with marketing and promotions. I could do all of that, but they can, someone else can do it faster and better. And so it's worth paying them. Mm -hmm. So that's where I've worked with Courage Studios and Spring Hill Studios, both for marketing and promotion. And they are, Kevin and Robbie are top shelf. Excellent. Both mm -hmm. of them. They do. Yeah. yeah. Um, and my producers couldn't live without them. Um, having a solid relationship with your producer, it really requires a lot of trust and feeling like we are friends and know each other. And he understands me makes me feel better about trusting him with my music. Mm -hmm. So that's an important part when you're looking for a producer on your team. Um, other people I've hired, um, are like photographers, videographers, also um, an immense level of trust to make sure that they know what the look and the aesthetic I'm going for to capture me in the best light, but also the the vibe of the song and the atmosphere and the message of what I'm carrying for that. And hands down, the best decision I ever made recording any project was having a team of intercessors backing me mm -hmm. up. And this is something that you don't hear a lot about in music business, but um, it was something God told me to do. And 
before I ever embarked on selecting songs or like picking a producer or doing any kind of crowdfunding. I had three women that I asked to be my intercessors for the year for that journey of recording and releasing the album. And we met on Zoom every month and had a um, Facebook chat ongoing and connected with them. And we were in three different time zones, but they were just beautiful women who I... um, who just became moms to me. They're all older than me. Beautiful, beautiful people. Um, And I don't think I would have made it through that year because there were a lot of tears. It was a difficult year. I mean, pulling off a project like that is stressful. Mm. My heart is so tender because I'm a creative. (laughs) So I... Um, I couldn't have gotten through the year without Lydia and Joanne and Deborah just um, ra- like holding up my arms. So I recommend for anybody have an intercessor team. Yeah. Before oh. you ever launch into any part of your project, when it's mm-hmm. just in your heart, find people to pray for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And check in on you. Like not just, yeah, I'm praying for you, but like really intentionally praying with you um it was yeah mm. of that group I also had like good friends that were that connecting with me and holding me up through the whole project mm. so I would have intercessors on your team absolutely yeah I totally agree with a, a lot of things you've said the only the only one that I will add which you already have <laughs> as well is a coach because oh, there's so much there's so much that you wouldn't know but they've been through all of that before and they will have all of the answers where, where you, you might still be floundering and, and uncertain um so having a coach is paramount as well. absolutely um yeah absolutely i i think for me the people who have walked alongside me is actually my connect group from KMA because yeah. I've been blessed to just stay with the same people for like over a year now. Mm. Over, it's been amazing. So when we meet every couple of weeks, we always pray. We are always checking in on each other. We know the projects we're working on. We know the different things we're doing. We support into into all of that. We, we're praying. We're speaking into it, and we're we're. <laughs> We are also not letting ourselves slack off. (laughs) (laughs) Saying, no, you need to actually step up. You know, know, we're we're doing all of that, you know. So I've just been so blessed to have Connect Groups. It's actually my second um, that we've stayed together for so long because they're amazing. And Mm. I've been blessed to just be, I think the ones where it was just ladies, those ones, I stayed with them for much longer. Yeah. Um, so yes, being in a community, but also not just not just that having, if you want to call it accountability partners, having people that you're meeting regularly, you know, with and knowing that you can talk to them about your concerns, your fears, your worries, your projects, and you're both praying for each other is, I think you cannot <laughs> um, overvalue what what that does um 
and I remember at the start of the year, I, I knew I was starting out with a um, recording project. So I, I did three songs at the start of the year, um, visual and um, audio recording in a studio. And start of the year, many churches fast and pray anyways. So, so we were doing that, but I also got my um, email list together, sent, sent out emails to everyone saying, guys, I'm having um, a night of worship. So we had like a, a, a Zoom YouTube live where I just shared and, and sang um, and then talked about what I was going to do for the year. And then I'd already asked people before the meeting to pray. Um, so then people ended up praying for me as well and praying mm. for the whole year and, and what I was going to do. And I thought that was just an amazing start to the year because the, the, the songs are only just starting to, to be released. But I, sh- I just thought that was such a good start, you know, just mm. having that prayed over you. So absolutely having people stand in the gap for you and intercede because this is a spiritual thing we are doing. This is serious. Yeah business um and we are not we cannot do it on our own we definitely need god's breath on it Mm -hmm. we can only do so much god does the rest and god takes it places so absolutely having that covering over you is just yes a good place to start yeah wow (laughs) okay um do you have any other advice for people who might just be starting out? Any other words of wisdom that were essential in your journey? Hmm. Um, don't wait for it to be perfect because you'll never think it's perfect. Like, you'll never feel ready if you're waiting for perfect. So... Um, I am so glad that I just like launched out and did it and probably didn't even like I could have waited another year and waited to do a really excellent project but um but I'm glad that I just got out there faced my fears climbed the mountain and did the thing so um so still like do your best but just like get out there and do something and um and then again just like be nice i i can't can't stress this enough my husband jokes um there is a like ongoing gag in our house that several years ago my husband and my oldest my daughter started picking on me because every time I would come home and tell a story about someone, I would say, they're so nice. Like I went to go get my oil changed in my car and the mechanic was so nice. And, um, I called this plumber to come and fix the drain in our house. He was so nice. And so they joke about like everyone I meet is so nice. And suddenly Wes, my husband, he said, Sheree, you know why everyone's so nice to you? Cause you're so nice to them. And, um, and I said, well, yeah, why wouldn't I be? And that's when I, like, he, he helped me see, like, not everybody is just so nice. Some people are in a bad mood and that just like, they take that with them everywhere. And, um, 
but I just chose not to. Like I choose kindness and I choose to see the best in people and um, and choose to be the hands and feet of Jesus and give and serve. Like how would Jesus interact with this grocery store clerk or um, or whoever? Like you know, everyone need, everyone needs a smile and an encouraging word. Everyone everyone can benefit from affirmation and being loved and served in a moment. And I think um, that has really contributed to building my community because I genuinely love people and love to build relationships. So if you're just getting started, I just love people well, whether they're like a local in-person community or a global community, just like be a champion and love people well, and you will reap what you sow. Amazing. Amazing. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Such a good place to end. I'm, I'm sad to see it end. Um, I think this is one that we will have a, you know, <laughs> a repeat session in the future. But thank you so much, Sheree, for spending time and sharing your wisdom and sharing your experiences with us. It has been so valuable. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you for inviting me to come chat. This is fun <laughs> for me. Thank you so much, everyone. See you next time on um, another episode of the Fulfilled Music Brainer podcast. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to the Fulfilled Music Preneur podcast. Make sure to subscribe and leave a five-star review. Also, if you haven't, download a free copy of AB's ebook, Seven Days to Living Fearless, by clicking the link below. See you next time for another episode of the Fulfilled Musicpreneur Podcast.